1: Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo
2: Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. So how can you, in your self-righteous self, walk around here judging people? If Jesus didn't judge them? who are you? Look at them and they say, is he talking to me? No, I'm talking to you. If Jesus caught her naked in the act and didn't convict her, the first four or five years, she said, I I was just concerned about someone knocking on our door saying, this is Jomo's baby. Look how quiet it is. They're like, this pastor is too real. No, no, but but, but to have that concern about me was an indicator of where I was. And to say, I was concerned about you. I, I say that to tell you this. Every saint has a past. Every sinner has a future. So I don't care how low, how messed up, how jacked up you have been. If God can change Jomo, God can change you. God can change anyone that that puts their hand, allows themselves to be in his hands. Every now and then, you know. People say, you're so transparent. Well, you know what? I'm free now. I'm not ashamed. Because see, there was a season in my life where I was ashamed, but now I'm free. And you got to get free. You got to drop your rock. (laughs) Look what it says. I love this. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. My God. I can't believe I'm up here preaching. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 11, she answered, no one, Lord. And Jesus says, I do not condemn you either. Go and sin no more. So he didn't even judge her sin then. It was a sin. He just said, stop doing it. So how can you, in your self-righteous self, walk around here judging people? If Jesus didn't judge them, who are you? Look at them and say, is he talking to me? Is he not? No, I'm talking to you. If, if Jesus caught her naked in the act and didn't convict her, who are you? So you have to be mindful when you get so self-righteous in your perfection, thinking that you got your stuff together. We're all one situation from being backwards. One conversation, one phone call from being jacked up. So I have to be mindful That it's only by his grace that we're saved. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wisdom keys, wisdom keys. Check yourself. Look at your neighbor and say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) Look at your neighbor and say, check yourself, man. Stop worrying about other people, man. Check yourself. Look what it says here. Why do you stare from without at the very small particle that's in your brother's eye, but do not become aware of and consider the beam of timber that's in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, Let me get that tiny particle out of your eye when there's a beam of timber in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, Get the beam of timber out your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the tiny particle out of your brother's eye. Mm -hmm. Let's read the Message Bible. I like the Message Bible getting your face a little bit better. Look at this thing. Don't pick on people. Jump on their failures. Criticize their faults. Unless, of course, you want the same treatment. Let's read that again. Don't pick on people. Jump on their failures. Criticize their faults, unless, of course, you want the same treatment. The critical spirit has a way of boomeranging. It's easy to see a smudge on your neighbor's face and be oblivious to the ugly snare on your own. Hmm. Do you have the nerve to say, Let me wash your face for you when your own face is distorted by contempt? It's the whole traveling road show mentality all over again. Playing holier. Then thou part instead of just living your part, look at your neighbor and say, Stay in your lane. I can't change you. You can't change me. Do you please work on you, please? I got my own issues. I got my own issues. <laughs> I got some generational curses. I got some demons. I'm fighting them all. <laughs> I can't change my wife. My wife can't change me. I have to learn how to be better. Right, for a season of my life, I ask God to change my wife. Change her, Lord. She talks too much. She do not listen to me. She's hard headed. She's rebellious. Please, Lord, change her, Lord. I'm your boy. I'm holy. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Now, men won't laugh right. They won't say nothing right now, but there's been a whole bunch of brothers have been in some deep meditation on this one. You ain't got to raise your hand, brother. Just blink at me. Just blink. <laughs> I know you got to go home. Just blink. Don't, don't say nothing. Just blink. You've had some deep meditation where you were interceding. Lord Jesus, help me. Father God, what am I going to do? Lord, I don't want to go to jail. Father God, help me. Father God, I know I got to stay for the children. Father God, help me. Father God hold on. <laughs> and God told me, why don't you love her better? If you ever start praying on your wife, God come hit you upside your head about you. Well maybe Jomo, if you if you use better words. Maybe Jomo If you're willing to lay your life down like the Bible says, preacher. (laughs) You know, he hits you with the word (laughs) because he is the word. Jomo, why don't you do that? So I've learned not to pray about my wife anymore. (laughs) I just pray for God to bless her and give her the sermon, and let it be. Because I've learned that the only person that you can change is you. So I, I stopped I stop trying to be so judgmental because what it is, when you have something in your eye, it blurs your vision. So you don't see everything clearly. So it magnifies their issue when you are really the problem. Look at your neighbor and say, he might be talking to you right now. If y'all are here with y'all spouse, this might be the only time you can tell him the truth right now. <laughs> he might be talking to you right now. Thank you, Pastor. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so as I, I, I stopped, I said, good Lord, just give me the strength and the wisdom to be the man of God you called me to be. Lord, that I may be the father you called me to be. Lord, I thank you that I'm fully equipped for any situation or circumstance. And I changed my prayer, and God changed my situation. As I changed how I reacted, my situation got changed. See, so, so, so many times, we waste so many times trying to identify their issue when the real issue is both of us. Oh, praise God! This will bless you right now. <clears throat> I like this right here. Let me see. Are you gonna race with me? Praise the Lord! Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> well, you 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 doing okay? I'm to work. Okay, whatever. <laughs> now, besides the black stuff off to the side that I can't work with right now, what do y'all see on the screen on, on this right here? Well, i say it again. You see a blue dot, or you can see a whole bunch of white space. But human nature says focus on the dot. And this is what you do in your relationships. You don't focus on all the good stuff, you focus on the dot. Raise your hand if you're sitting next to one of them dot people. Come on, y- y'all know you sit next to that dot person. They don't see nothing right. All they see is, man, you don't cover the toothpaste. I don't pay the bills, wash the car, wash the dog. Praise God, major dinner. And all you talking about the toothpaste, can you leave me alone? Can you just be thankful? Lord Jesus. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins.
1: Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. And now, let's get back to the Word.
2: Uh, Ernest, don't don't talk up so loud, Ernest. (laughs) (laughs) That critical spirit will have you dissect everything that's wrong. Because every now and then, I get holier than thou. For real, pastor? Yeah. And I, 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 I get in my mood. And I want to I I give God a list of stuff that this chick doing. As I start my list, God said, remember the money you stole out your mama purse? <laughs> there was a store where I grew up in, D- in D.C. called Woolworth. Some of y'all don't even know about Woolworth. And my mom would take me to Woolworth and said, Jomo, you get a toy for a dollar. I couldn't find no good toy for a dollar. So, so before they had scanners, they had the little tags. Do I have any real folk up in this church? <laughs> Do I have? say to yourself, here it is mama it's only a dollar (laughs) got a big old box it's a dollar mama (laughs) it's on sale lying (laughs) Lord Jesus (laughs) and God would just convict me and say Jomo do you really think I can hear you With all the dirt you got. And I shut up. I say, You're right. I'm going to go ahead and take this one on a chin. Because sometimes in our lives and relationships, we forget who we used to be, we forget the damage we inflicted then. And with the damage, there's scars, and there's healing that has to take place. So every now and then, when I get self-righteous, I remind myself, just to make sure I'm not sitting up on my high horse today. Because I don't know about y'all. Every now and then, y'all get anybody get on the high horse where you trying to be con- you trying to convict and tell everybody all their messed ups, and then God hits me and says, "Jomo, you you're not there yet either." Everyone say check up. From the neck up. Before you start inspecting everybody else, inspect yourself. Because I promise you, you're going to find some issues. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Number two, check the source. Some of y'all run off, and you, you ain't check your source. So the first thing you to do is check who? Check, check yourself, and then you got to check the source. Where's this information coming from? Look what the Bible says. Out of the mouth of two witnesses, or three, shall he that is worthy of death be put to death. But at the mouth of one person, nothing. Meaning, some of y'all are running away with what one person said. They don't get credence unless I get two. Praise the Lord. So, if my wife says something about me, I say, okay, well, praise God. Let me go on a prayer. It might be me. And I try to find, you know, I try to look at it. I asked my son, I said, I said, Jake. Did I talk to you kind of rough? He said, well, not really, daddy. You know, because I I had jacked him up. And I ain't like, I don't don't like, you know, because he's he's older now. You know what I'm saying? You know, when they get to like when they can look at you eye to eye, you know, it's like a different kind of conversation because you just can't spank, you know, because spank don't hurt. So you got to kind of get the whole Devo mode. You know, you got to, you know, they got to feel it. (laughs) Now I didn't hurt him. I just want them to understand how I felt. Amen? <laughs> but <it> w- <laughs> And the other thing to do, this, this is a training point, okay? A tra- Once your kids get to about your size, don't talk to them when they're standing. <laughs> he was laying on the sofa eating some cereal. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to move, homeboy. You know karate, I ain't going to have you stand up. Now, I'm going to catch you while you lay foot cocked up on the sofa. Now, you better listen to me. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> you have to make sure, family. And this, and the reason with Jomo was <clears throat> Jemiah had a challenge in the house. She came to me and said, daddy, this is my issue. Then Josiah came and said, daddy, this is what Jomo did. What did I have? So I told Josiah, call your brother. So five minutes went by, six minutes went by. Y'all know men, we starting to get mad. 10 minutes go by, 15 minutes go by. Okay, I gotta get up out of bed now. So now I'm out of bed because see, I I got my witnesses. I got my evidence. And he's just chilling, watching basketball. I said, son, when they call you, you have to understand, you have to come. ain't no thought about it. I was going to get to it. No. And and here's here's the thing for us, family. I love this. Josiah was bold enough. Daddy said, you better come now or he's going to get you. Jomo says to Josiah, I'll choke you out. (laughs) That's how they talk. That's how they talk. (laughs) And Josiah says, Daddy going to choke you out. (laughs) So Josiah talking. Here's what I'm trying to tell y'all family. Every now and then, you got to be bold because, see, what Josiah knew is that daddy had his back. See, sometimes you better realize who has your back. Sometimes you better speak to that situation because, see, Josiah knew that daddy was coming. You better understand in your faith fight that you serve a big God and you can talk crazy because guess what? God got your back. And when I came around that corner, Josiah just sat down on the sofa, watch me. (laughs) You know how little brothers go. (laughs) <laughs> As I close. Oh. I don't want nothing dropping my foot now. Here's your faith walk now, family. Someone has hurt you in the past. It's a weight. You think you've let them go, but you're still carrying them. Some family has spoken to you in a certain manner, and you have never recovered. There's a teacher that talked about you and said you wouldn't be nothing, and you still hold on to that. Then all of a sudden, you got a job putting some weight on you. Notice the Bible says it's not just the sin, but the weight that so easily besets you. Then you got you got kids. Lord, more weight. Father God help me get in your pocket, boy. Then you got a wife. That's two weights. And now, you want to do something for God, and you wonder why you're so tired. Matthew 11, 28 says, come to me, all those who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Drop the rock of trying to change your spouse. Just just drop it. Drop the rock of trying to make your kids something. Train them up. Trust God. I had to let go because, see, I wanted Jomo to be a football player. And God says, no, just train him up in the fear and admonition of me. And I'll make him. W-. Drop the rock. S- s- some of you have some job issues that you are trying to force some things and you won't let God handle it. Drop the rock. There's some things in your past that you have not let go. And, and you don't realize it's killing you. But, see, it, it's, it's a brick. And, see, you could only carry that brick for so long without weighing you down. You got to drop it. Some of you right now whew, been abandoned, abused, addicted, lied on, cheated, talked about, mis- <laughs> mistreated, scorned, almost wish you were never born, please stand. I close. Lift your hands right now <laughs> as an act of surrender. Repeat after me. Father God, I drop every rock. I drop every weight. I give it to you. The pains of my past, the pains of my childhood, past relationships, family, jobs, abandonment, addiction, abuse. I give it to you. I've carried it for too long it's too heavy I give it to you Father Lord your word says "All things passed away behold all things are new Lord heal me every broken place heal me every crooked situation straighten it out I can't do it by myself if I could I'd have done it by now. So, Lord, I need you. I give it to you. My burdens, my weights, my sorrows. I want joy, Lord. Your word says you'll give me beauty for my ashes. So, Lord, I thank you right now that as I give it to you, I receive your peace. I receive your joy. Fresh wind. Old things passed away. Behold, all things are new. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, drop it. Come on, drop it. Drop it. We're not going to deal with this no more. We're going to let it go. Come on, drop it. Drop it. It's not worth it. Let it go. I give it to God. Drop it.